Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Sans Pants Radio. Hashtag not my time zone. Oi, this Melbourne International Comedy Festival, I am going to be hosting the quiz show equivalent of what your dog's vomit would look like if it had just eaten a 24-pack of crayons and heaps of gravy. We'll be calling it Big Deal, and it'll be a special kind of upsetting, and I'd hate for you to miss out. So head to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival website, or our website, sanspensradio.com forward slash live, and grab your tickets while the ticket grabbing's good. See you there. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Shut Up a Second. I'm Jackson Bailey. I'm Matt. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh no. no, I usually oh, do go last. God. Go Zoe. Oh no, 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 you go. You oh, I go. like going Let's last because I like trying to steal the topic. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Zoe Bellotta. Okay. I'm Adam Bailey. And today's topic is a very special Christmas topic for Christmas. And it is Christmas trees. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Rocking it around. The, the Christmas, Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. I didn't. I never knew the next bit of that. I'm thank God you guys did. That's about when the opening song ends, anyway. So yeah. it was the kind of thing where I thought we were gonna just do gibberish after <laughs> rocking around the Christmas tree, but we didn't. And today's episode will be songs that we do not entirely remember. <laughs> Hey, what do you hang on your Christmas trees? We actually went out and got new um, baubles this year. Ooh. And we got themed baubles for every person in the house. That's cool. We're still looking for my mum's one because she wanted a very specific one. Yeah. But the rest of us What's got your bauble? Mine's uh, a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> a very nice. What's it made out of? Uh, wood. Okay. Ooh, all right. I, I stole it from Jackson last year. Oh, wait, I yeah, I know that. That was mine. Yeah. <laughs> you, know how you can get those really thin, light, plastic molded ones. Uh, I wish I had like a. Proper the, like, thing. usually they don't have a lot of detail. They're shaped like Christmas trees or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's weird. But uh, <laughs> I was imagining like a Bigfoot version, the Patterson Gimli Bigfoot uh, version. It is that. the Patterson Gimli Bigfoot, but it is just like a little wood cutout that Jack got last year. And he was like, what am I going to do with this? And I'm like, 
Fucking, I'm gonna have it. <laughs> Does it have your name on it? No, no, they don't have our names on. They're just themed on stuff that okay. we really enjoy. That's so. I've good. got, I've got my Bigfoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we're looking for one for my mum because she wanted a feminist. Um, okay, resist. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Oh, no, yep. Once again, I'm imagining the like plastic molded, and I'm like getting the R E S. That's complicated. <laughs> Surely you would get one that's easy, not made out of molded light flam plastic. We haven't got them out of plastic. For my sister-in-law Tiff, we got a sushi. Oh, that's nice because that's her favorite food. For my dad, we got an eggplant because yeah, yeah, he eggplant. He eggplant. Oh, he eggplant. Oh, he eggplant. Um, and for my brother, we got a goon sack. <laughs> oh my god! Like a, I wouldn't. Have did you find a that. goon sack cut out, or is it just an actual goon? Sack? <laughs> no, it's an actual. No, it's a little ornament. I will show you. I'll take you to That's where I bought it later today. Great. That one is molded plastic. <laughs> that one is, it's actually like ceramic. They're really heavy. Wow. It was, oh yeah, sorry, ceramic. It isn't plastic, is it? The really nice one. Yeah, 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 the yeah ceramic. Yeah. So it was like the weirdest thing. Me and Mum were shopping for Christmas gifts. Just anyway, and then we're in a store, and we saw these, and we were like, oh, really fun. And there was a sushi one, and we were like, fuck, we should get this for Tiff, because Tiff, like, loves sushi. And we saw the eggplant one, and we're like, for Dad. And then we're like, oh, we'll get one for Ari as well. And we're looking at them, and we found a robot, and we're like, yeah. Yeah, He's a boy. He likes robot. And then I was, like, walking to the counter, and I was like, Wait, <laughs> that silver square isn't a silver square at all. And if you flipped it around, it had the little nozzle on it. And I was like, it's a goon sack. Does, does Ari love goon? He just does. <laughs> That's just not how I imagined Ari. He do, he doesn't really. He loves he loves cheap. He loves a cheap okay. tr- cheap drink. So yeah. he was like so excited. Mum was like, he's not going to find it funny. And I was like, oh, he absolutely is. <laughs> and we gave him to the, everyone. And dad was really excited. He was like, it's, it's an eggplant. It's it. I love eggplants. And we're like, yeah, dad. <laughs> that's where yeah, we got it. Your dad. That's for you. <laughs> and then Ari was like, a goon sack? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, it's the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> it's the greatest Christmas I'm, of all. I'm sad you weren't, I'm sad that story wasn't, uh, like you found the, um, you found the sushi, then you found the goon sack and such. And <laughs> like looking along, it's like sushi, goon sack, maybe a bear, and then resist. <laughs> yeah. Like about time. <laughs> it's funny that that was Just all perfectly together <laughs> in the same <laughs> Like how good? Well, because the place we got the the ornaments from had like um, Perspex jewelry, mm. oh, okay. and so I got. I'm not, I've been rocking a cat necklace that I think you guys have seen. Yeah, yeah I yeah, saw yeah. it. It's good. It's very it's good. cool. Uh, I bought. I, I, cat. I love. I love Christmas shopping because it is so one for them. One for me. (laughs) And so I was getting some earrings for best friend Christina that were really cool. They say fabulous bitch. Oh, that's incredible. I'm I'm so excited to give them to her. Is it fabulous bitch? No, it's fabulous bitch and a big love heart. Oh, that's phenomenal. Um, And in one of the necklaces was like a feminist, Mm. like, I can't remember, it was like a feminist slogan. It was like, girls rule or like, like resist or something like that. And I was like, fuck yeah, they've got it. Well, they've got the necklaces. They'll have the the fucking baubles, Mm. but they didn't. And so I think I'm going to have to make one for mum mm. but i'll figure it out that's great yeah what do we think about tinsel we into it i'm anti-tinsel why Ten- too messy leave no, shit all over t- whoa hang on wait before we can we not get into tinsel too much can i talk about i also have a bulbous story okay. and i've been trying to wait very patiently okay yeah of course I'm so sorry. my family also does uh individual baubles for everyone 
for my grandparents, we have just a picture of us with our grandparents. But for us, every member of the family, we have a bauble with our name on it. Yeah. Which is very funny because my mom's one is my mom's name, Dolores. But my dad's one is just dad. <laughs> <laughs> I always found it very funny. He was born a dad. He will die a dad. <laughs> but uh, we, my bro- we got them. My mm-hmm. brother, my sister, and I, we got them when we were like around 10, 12, that age. And uh, so for, I don't care too much, but for my brother and my sister, there's a lot of like emotional attachment to the bauble. When I was 21, as I was decorating the tree, I accidentally dropped and broke my brother's (laughs) one. My brother got quite upset. Yeah. But my mom tried, my mom did her best to placate him and then bought a new one. Yeah. And then the next year when I was decorating the tree, (laughs) I broke that one. How? What are you doing? The year after that, my brother made sure he put his bauble up. (laughs) But that year, I was walking through the lounge room where the tree was. I knocked the tree. That was the only fucking (laughs) bauble that fell. (laughs) And it broke again. What are the fucking odds? It was fucking crazy. My Uh. brother came so close to hitting me. And I would have been uh, 23 and he would have been 21. That's amazing. We were both... Uh, 21 and older, and my brother was so mad that I broke his baubles that he was going to hit me. Man, if that, I would just be so baffled that it had happened for another time. Although, at that point, I'd be like, he's doing it on fucking purpose. <laughs> this motherfucker's a Grinch. Yeah, he just... He just fucking hates my bauble. <laughs> is it just like a bauble with your name? Yeah, it's written, uh, like written in glitter glue. There's yeah, a special place imagining. my mum goes to get it. They're apparently very expensive. They're made okay. out of very nice bauble. Like my mum was a bit mad at me as well. You weren't gonna hit me. Two hundred dollars worth of baubles, Mac. <laughs> Don't spend that much money on baubles. They're not worth it. <laughs> I made our Christmas tree this year. What out of? Uh, baubles. <laughs> That's Code how'd you balance them? Come on. Uh, so we, I, I follow a Kmart mums group on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that's hell great. yeah. Which just doesn't surprise anyone yeah. as well. Like when I'm like, I do this, everyone's like, funny, sounds right though. Yeah. Um, and they are they Kmart loyal? Yeah, they're <laughs> like Kmart. If there's some Target stuff goes up, but they like take that shit down. Yeah, yeah. is it like 40, Fine, that's great. forty comments of arguing, and then the whole thing's deleted? It's so good, I love it. But one of the things that was done last year was Kmart sell these stackable Christmas shaped boxes. Yeah, so they're made of wood, and it's it's shaped like a Christmas tree. So it's three little triangles that you can <laughs> stack together. And it's, I don't know what exactly the purpose of it, but a mum last year was like, hey, we just hot glued a bunch of baubles in it. Now we've got this beautiful Christmas tree forever. And we were like, oh man, that's sick. (laughs) And so this year I went out and bought it and then like color coordinated the baubles. The theme this year is hot pink and black. Oh, that's a mix. It is such a mix of colors. Is that on the Kmart? Uh, on the Kmart Facebook group or in your house? In my house. Do you, oh, do you comment on the Kmart? Sometimes, if I've got something worth saying. Do you pretend yeah. to be a mom? No. Okay, okay. Just, just pretend checking. to be a, cra- a Kmart crazed 25-year-old. <laughs> she, ne- <laughs> she never says she isn't, and she just lets them believe. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if I if if you let it slip you weren't a mom, then I don't know. No, I just no, feel no. like there might be trouble. Yeah, no, they're pretty cool with the fact that I'm not a mom. Okay, but it was good. very. I that's once got good. into an argument with a lady because um, she wanted space themed yeah. blankets, <laughs> um, like Duna covers. And you were and just having none of it. <laughs> no, no, because I have space themed blankets. Yeah. at home. And she was like, oh, has anyone seen the Kmart ones? I wish they did them in adult sizes because they're just for kids. And I was like, well, sneakily, 
I, I went to Target, and Target has a queen size one. <gasps> oh my god! Fuck yeah! Like, I don't like the Target ones, and I was like, "Well, look, I'm just here to help, man." <laughs> Fuck, that is great. <laughs> that is great. It's true. Yes. I, I went against the code. Yeah, and I'm surprised you went perma band. Yeah, <gasps> shocked. That's nuts. Yeah. Anyway, tinsel. Yeah, sorry. Uh, too messy. Don't like it. Leave shit everywhere. I'm not a big Feels fan of Christmas so by default. Feels so good on your hands. What? All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, Jack. Yeah. What? All right. You know, if you run it through your hands. Nah, you're like, a weirdo. Feels like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels a bit like wire, but in a good way. Nope. Soft wire. Nope. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Soft wiry tinsel. This is great. I'm loving this. You know, the- this is such a beautiful like glimpse into your family's <laughs> life. Because I'm imagining the Christmas tree is all put up, and then there's one bit of tinsel taped to the wall that Jack's allowed to touch. <laughs> <laughs> Just stroke like a cat's tail, but squatting for some reason yeah. while I do. It's low, it. it's like it's mm. yeah, it's, it's low to the ground, so you're not uh, observable by the <laughs> neighbors. They put it somewhere secret and quiet for me <laughs> in the roof, um, where he lives. No, I always like feeling the tinsel at Christmas. It's That's got fair. a good feeling. All right. right. Sue me. We have one. Cass that... isn't here, man. No one's helping you out. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, right. you I'm know gonna... this dynamic. You're the one who gets bullied. I'm gonna get bullied. Someone's getting bullied. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsors. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
as well as a reminder that this Melbourne International Comedy Festival, I'm going to be hosting a dangerous, upsetting quiz show, and you should grab your ticket now from our website, sanspantsradio.com slash live. We have one bit of tinsel, like one tiny bit of tinsel, which is uh, a scarf of the Christmas pterodactyl. Oh, okay, that's nice. Um, and that's it. Any other tinsel, I've got no time for. <laughs> is it because it leaves too much of its li- feathers bits? Yeah, that's <laughs> why my... Tins- my folks stopped using it for that reason. Yeah. We just mm. have a cat, so he oh, yeah. goes for it. Yeah. He- How cool would a cat made out of, like, imagine if instead of dropping fur... He dropped little bits of tinsel. little bits of tinsel. Yeah. Is that, like, how it's going to be, you, like... Imagine a cat your made out of tinsel. <laughs> Hey Zoe, cats. Oh. <laughs> cats oh, on tits What if we but... bullied Adam? What if this is good point? What if this is. I can be bored. <laughs> the fact uh, that you two just don't like gang up on me is astounding. <laughs> we just don't have the, the guts. The That's... weakest one here. <laughs> we, we know we'd be destroyed. That's true. It's like the uh, the old adage or whatever. Who do you ba- who do you think will win? The rabbit or the fox? The rabbit's fighting. Oh no, the fox is fighting for its meal. The rabbit is fighting for its life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We try, we try to go at you. Maybe you're the weakest link, but you fight the most <laughs> You're like a mongoose. I might whatever. actually get hit on air. <laughs> is it Christmas, mon- Adam gets beat. <laughs> is it mongoose that fight when they're in a corner? I don't know. Probably. Okay. There's some I animal- they can beat snakes. Huh? Yeah, they can beat snakes. <laughs> mongoose do beat snakes. Or isn't it, though, like, mongoose versus snake? They hate each other. You know, but there's no clear victor. It's... No, I think know. I think mongoose do but, eat snake. Yeah. Oh, I had it in my head they were just enemies. But thinking about it now, it's very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> animals just don't have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> they just aren't enemies in the animal kingdom. <laughs> no, if you're, you're not fighting because of hate. You're fighting because you need to eat or not die. <laughs> Except, ho- no. No, it's fire. Never mind. I th- Hawks hate fire. No, horses... <laughs> I kept thinking it was snakes, but no, horses are scared of snakes. But if a horse sees fire, the horse... <laughs> don't don't quote me on this. But if okay, a horse sees fire, the horse is like, fuck! And then it tries to stomp it out. I do know that. Yeah, that's good. Although I had this image of me being like, let's test it and setting a barn on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All the horses dying. Ah, oh, well, I mean, the horses probably tried to stamp it out. <laughs> but like... That wasn't a good way to find that out. That is what you were saying, is the police are lowering your head to put you into the car. Oh, okay. I'm pretty chill about it. Yeah. I'm still fairly concerned with trying to see if horses will stamp out fire, not my jail sentence. You've clearly You're had a break with You're still in the jail reality. trying to set fire to horses. <laughs> That's what I keep telling all the other prisoners. That's. I think it'll get me, you know, cred. We're not allowed to send you to one of those jails that has horses. What jails have horses? They're therapy animals. Yeah. Oh, that rules. Yeah. I'm just not allowed like... to be part of that crew. <laughs> hey, I'm going to burn these horses down. No. I'm a horse arsonist. <laughs> yeah, there's very few of us in the world. It's a but very specific niche. I'm one of the best. And they can't refute that because where are the other horse arsonists? <laughs> <laughs> Who else is admitting? This? It's very funny to imagine like a race course so nearby that from your barred jail window or whatever, you can... <laughs> almost reach out. You've got just a book of matches, and as they come past, you <laughs> throw it. throwing it. That's great. Imagine I'm looking out one day and lightning strikes it, and it does catch fire. God I told you. <laughs> then you try to come as quick as possible. That doesn't happen more than once. I turn around to my cellmate, and I'm like, it is sexual. I never said this before. I'm telling you now. It's sexual. I'm sorry. 
What are the odds? <laughs> How did that even form, man? <laughs> um, the second time it's ever. Anyway, yeah. you know how people get struck by lightning and survive? Yeah. How? Um, I'm not sure. That there's a guy who's crazy. Been, there's a guy who was struck seven times. Well, then he's he, at fault. Surely. He didn't die. <laughs> like, yeah, he's at fault <laughs> at a certain point. I don't sure. Know. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know the area around a lightning strike for like a flash of a second raises to a roughly 100 degrees centi- centigrade. Centigrade? No, Celsius. Celsius. Man. Centigrade. centigrade I don't know. Centigrade is a word, but I don't know what it means. Tweet us in at Sanspants Radio. <gasps> Whoa. I recently learned. Yes. Now, this is. A story of Zoe just being a dumbass. Yeah, I'm excited. You know when you read a word and you're like, that's how you pronounce it, mm. but you've never heard it properly. Yeah, for sure. Hermione. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was talking to my brother and his, his girlfriend and my mum was there and I was talking about a concept called cognitive dissociation. Dis- dissonance? dissonance? Dissonance, yeah. Which was, my bro- I mispronounced and my brother was like, yeah, fucking mispronounced it. And I was like, well, I'd only read it, man. Like, I don't, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Leave me alone. I was like, fuck yeah for me remembering what that meant. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was like, I was like, well, it's like that word that I don't know how to pronounce, but I know that it's written hyperbole. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, classic. I think I've been tripped up on that one as well, because I think I've called it both hyperbole and hyperbole. Yeah. Hyperbole. Yeah. Well, hyperbole is crazy, because <laughs> that's just not how the English language works. <laughs> Very rarely is there an E at the end that is, you know what I mean? Or Zoe. Well, that's true. Yeah. But it's I not Zoli. Zoli. If you were L in it. Yeah, then I would just call you Zol. <laughs> I know Zoe, and I also know a person named Zol. Really? Z-O-L-E, yeah. That rules. Yeah. About oh. time. <laughs> what needs more Zolis in the world? <laughs> Um, Hyperbole is a fucked up, terrible word of the English language. Oh, yeah, it's it's confusing. <laughs> it's so I think that's mean. a little bit, you know, a little bit exaggerated, don't you think? Some would say a hyperbole. <laughs> Some would say that you've said that with hyperbole. <laughs> but the weirdest thing is that in Spanish, yeah. it's just even more confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hyperbole. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, now we're talking. Yeah. You two can get out. Thank you for knowing where I was going with uh, that joke. Because uh, I made that joke at home when we're having this conversation. I'm like, well, at least it's not in Spanish. Hyperbole. And yeah. my brother just looked at me like he wanted to smack the dumb <laughs> off my face. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Hey, um, quick question. Can we do some uh, diagnostics here live on Shut Up yeah. for a second? Yeah. My, I taste blood. Okay, did you bite your mouth? No. Mm. But I think my tongue feels a little raw. Have you been in the night doing this? It's actually not blood. It's more like, you know, that coppery, coppery taste? taste of yeah. blood. Pre-blood. Okay. Mm. I get that sometimes. Yeah. But I do bite the inside of my mouth heaps. <laughs> so. <laughs> that just can't be. You can't be biting the inside of your mouth that often. You're lying. You're. This is a fib. I feel like once a week. No. <laughs> what? Yeah, sometimes occasionally I just nip the inside of my mouth. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah, roughly. Dead serious. You bite the inside of your mouth once a week. Probably. Where? One place in particular or anywhere? Anywhere. What would have been better? Would one place? One place kind of makes like sense if you had like an extra bit of skin or something that you kept if, biting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were like one place consistently, I could be like, all right, there's a scar 
and it's like a little bit bumpy there. So nah, you just you draw. not one place consistently. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Cool. So I just chew wrong. I guess. Yeah. No. But- you you don't just. <laughs> If you were like, there are fing- just the tips of fingers poking out of my back, <laughs> I would be like, what? <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know, it's just the tips of fingers. And then Zoe goes along. <laughs> that is what is happening right now. People don't just bite the inside of their mouth that often. I used to bite the inside of my mouth quite often when my wisdom teeth were coming in wrong. Yeah, when, when your wisdom <laughs> teeth were coming, coming in, in wrong. And now? Now they're gone, so yeah. I don't put my mouth that much. Yeah. I don't know if I can get past the image of on my back having a bizarre <laughs> mutation where it looks like a guy is coming out of it. <laughs> I like mine was like a little stegosaurus spine. <laughs> but I was imagining human it, yeah. fingers, something like that. Like, okay. Can you, oh, see you that? can just see the like yeah, coming out from just... the skin, but you can't see nail. As yeah. if there were a hand on the other side of your back pushing. Yeah, I wish. It's somehow, if you're a portal to another dimension, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm a portal to another dimension, but the skin on my back is too tough to too get thick. out. It's someone else biting the inside of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> Let me out! <laughs> no. Yeah. You'll remain in the nether world <laughs> within my body. Hey, here's something I found out recently. You know how sometimes every sound gets frustrated? Yeah. I found out what that is. <gasps> Tell us. I'm just, it's its a very, very minor form of disassociation. So oh. whenever I'm doing that, I'm disassociating. Just how do we, a little bit. How do we bring what? you back? What I, do you mean frustrated? So occasionally, I've told you about this, but occasionally, <laughs> this is very passive aggressive. I've told you about this, but whatever. <laughs> no, occasionally for me, just kind of at random, Every sound sounds frustrated, right? So it's happened here before. And okay, like it's it's I'm hard to now. describe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, so for example, I'll walk out and I'll say I'm going to bed, and it's happening, and I'm like, "Good night, guys." Right? That's that's how it it sounds when I say it, but in mm. my head, it sounds like I'm saying "Good night, guys." That's that's the best way I just can describe. Just in your head, it sounds like that. Yeah. The, no, to audibly it does. Oh, okay. but I know that's not. What? That's not what you went, yeah. meant to say. But every and sound And then we'll does. respond with, night, Jack. And, and we'll be like, night, Jack. Yeah, that's kind of how it sounds to me. And every okay. sound, like footsteps, the sound of the dryer, everything has like a, like the dryer's not like, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. It's like, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Yeah, and I found out recently that's just like a super minor, if you Wikipedia disassociation, it's just like a tiny, tiny, tiny form of it. That's cool. Yeah, how cool. Well, I mean, it's not cool. Well, it's not bad. It's nice to know what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. Well, how do we fix it? I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm not looking to fix it now that yeah. I know what it is. It ain't damaging me. It's just a weird thing that happens occasionally. Often when I'm near the dryer. So <laughs> let's figure that one out. Maybe the dryer annoys you. <laughs> Maybe I'm just actually annoyed. Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> keeping our clothes warm. Get out of my house. Making loud noises. I have a... I could get it. <laughs> I have a, a specific thing right. I think dryers are people <laughs> in the house. Don't even like pay rent. Here, yeah, rent free. <laughs> rent free. Guys, what, 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 what are we going to kick this guy out? Jackson's talking to the dryer again. He doesn't understand that it's how our clothes stay warm and fresh. <laughs> it's weird that... He's also the only one who uses it in the middle of summer. <laughs> That's a weird thing. Why is he doing that? If he thinks it's a person. I'm faking it. Is the revelation. <gasps> yeah, exactly. You're so desperate for attention, you're going to fake hate in the dryer. <laughs> like, Faking. us giving you a whole fucking podcast network wasn't enough no, attention. I need more. 
<laughs> the trick, Zoe, is the more attention you give him, the more he needs. It's yeah. true. That's, That's true. why you leave a baby to cry. <laughs> oh. We should leave Jackson to cry. You should I can't imagine me. you crying. Me neither. <laughs> Hard to picture. Can you imagine everyone else in Sans Pants crying? Can you imagine me tearing up? Can you imagine me ugly crying? Yeah, but like something. <laughs> I imagine you like Kim K crying, like real ugly. But even then, like it just like something so terrible would have had to like your girlfriend would have had to die to require you to like get to that point. Yeah, look, it would take a fair bit. Yeah, it it doesn't happen very often. Uh, I cried I... watching Louis Thoreau this week. <laughs> I get sad. I I cry more from stuff I see in like movies and stuff than. Or, like, documentaries than I do for things that happen to me in real life. I didn't cry once because of the cancer. That was just like, okay. That's insane. I don't know. I I feel like there's a lot of people, there's, like, a sizable percentage of people who just go into shock over stuff like that and don't end up crying. Not to say that what you experience is shock. Everybody experiences, like, the grief and sadness differently. Yeah. For me, mm. it's I'm I'm just normally pretty fine. I was in shock for about ten minutes, though, as I always say. Fair, but yeah. I didn't cry anything. I was just like, "Whoa!" I think when tumors. You, yeah, when you get like a really serious diagnosis, it, it takes time to kind of process it. Because when I was told that I couldn't have kids, I was like, "Oh, okay," and it took till like two days later, where I was like. Oh yeah, when it kind of hits. Yeah, for the first day, I was like, mm. "Why is everyone real?" Because my mum was like real upset, which like totally reasonable. Um, and she was like, "That's I'm so sad for you." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess it's fine. Like whatever." <laughs> and then like yeah, two days later, I was like, "Ah, ah, balls." And then I cried a little bit. Yeah, my my mum um and dad were way more scared than me. My mum was fucking terrified. She's mm. like, "My boy, Ryder was probably experienced death." I think. Oh yeah, no look fair. Ryder was chill. But he was like nervous, chill. Like I remember when we were in the Brother doctor's chill. office, he's just like we're just like watching like I don't know, it must have been like Sunrise or something on the TV, and he's like, "This is a pretty funny episode." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> "It's like yeah, cool." And then I, it was actually you know what that that's that does Ryder a disservice. It was harder to tell than that, but it was there. <laughs> then we got out, and Mum was like, "Were you scared?" And Ryder was like, "For a bit," but then he was he was like, "Mate." The moment I found out, the doctor was like, "Well, you'll be fine." We're just. Pop the boy out. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Fucking who cares? <laughs> I hope the doctor delivered it like that. We'll just <laughs> I pop the, the boy out. Wouldn't it be great if the doctor did it with like like a weird diagram or like I don't know. I'm imagining <laughs> it being like I'll explain it to you. He ties like a string around an egg and puts it in you know one of those weird <laughs> tubes that you can do this with. You know those tubes? Yeah, the ones that go, Whoa. and he just slides the egg inside, and he's like, "It'll be a kind of like." I'm this. sure the listeners know exactly what's happening. I, I I like the idea of him pulling down the little sheet or whatever. It's got a diagram on it, and the diagram is of like a disembodied ball sack, two hands, and then like turning it inside out to pop out the testicle, <laughs> just like that. It's easy as pie. And then we'll we sew pop- it back on. <laughs> So the testicle back. Yeah. We sew back on, on the, the outside. The body knows what it's doing from there. <laughs> That's great for a doctor to say in any context. The body knows what it's doing from there. I wish we lived in a world where doctors, instead of doing surgery or anything, just yelled what they wanted to happen down your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor just pulled my mouth apart of the cheeks and was like, get rid of the testicle, it's bad news. There's a really great, um, I think, 
bit of Fry and Laurie sketch that go- that's like basically mm. how doctors must have had to just keep trying different things <laughs> to see what worked. <laughs> so there's like a doctor on a ship or something like that. Someone comes in with like a, oh, I've got a sore leg, doc, I think, something like yeah. that. And he's like, all right, cuts his hands off. He's like, how's your leg feel? <laughs> uh, it's still bad, doc. All right, that doesn't work. <laughs> Send the next patient in. That's great. <laughs> I look forward to when we hit that point where doctors... The way they solve you medically is they shrink themselves down and put themselves inside. Fantastic you. voyage. Yeah, fantastic style. voyage. That's going to be good. All I reckon right. it'll be robots before we do people, unfortunately. Yeah, shrinking people sounds hard, but yeah. making tiny robots from the get go sounds easy. Do we think we'll ever do people? It seems weird if it we're doing robots and that works. It just seems unnecessary. I don't yeah. know if shrinking technology is past its infancy yet. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas robotics has come so far in the last hundred years. It's very funny to imagine me going to a university and being like, so I'm kind of looking to study shrinking. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Bale. <laughs> You know, the, the field of shrinkery. That's kind of, kind of where I'd you like... Mean, oh, you mean a shrink. We call them psychiatrists. No, no. I'm oh, sorry. I must have been saying this wrong. Shrinkology, perhaps <laughs> it's called. The the business, or the science, if you will, of tinyfying. <laughs> tinyfying. <laughs> uh, regular folk to the size of, say, an ant. <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. Looking I just at feel like studying. if there was a university course of shrinkology that... Uh, those people that have that fetish. Yeah, just, it's just them. It's just them. Tell it's me more about them. how it would happen to us. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of just like genuine people interested in the science and the lecturer or whatever is just like, <laughs> we just don't know how. How is this course allowed? Anyway, write a 2,000 word paper on it. <laughs> Do you reckon there's anybody out there studying shrinking or... Is anyone trying uh, is my question. What's his name? Rick Moranis? <laughs> he's doing it, right? Yeah, he's that's right. Rick Moranis out. quit getting like, Shani, I shrunk the kids. And Rick Shani, Moranis... I shrunk the kids? <laughs> Shani, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> I do get bullied when it's you. <laughs> Not on. <laughs> you just have a sniff of that text. <laughs> a little, yeah. It powers the bullying. <laughs> it, it helps. Helps Hold the on. whiskey to go down. Hold on, let me, Stop I'll... sniffing texts. <laughs> Listen to Oh, help. Jackson sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I like that it was really unnecessary for me to sniff the text. To like... Yeah, like you could have pretended. <laughs> yeah, it's an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, now you guys are... Now, en- now I feel real good. You'll so... enjoy a cruisy text to high. Yeah. <laughs> Are they, is that still a thing, or are they like we got rid of whatever that I is? I think it's in- paint now. Okay, yeah. I think people. I think the kids are using paint. Sniffing it, huffing it. Huffing yeah, it. it's huffing it if you're getting high. Sniffing it's just in, in, casually enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> you just walk by some paint, you mm, like you sniff wine. Yeah, a bouquet. Yeah, Ooh. I'm getting notes of paint. gold, <laughs> but also a little bit of blue. <laughs> I love that color. How good Blood. is the <laughs> how good is the swatch area at like a Bunnings? Oh. Looking at the swatches as as a child, these are my two favorite things to do in a Bunnings. For our international listeners, mm-hmm. a Bunnings is like a hardware store. There used to be a doorbell section. Oh, 
I don't know if you recall the doorbell section. I do recall the doorbell section. Nothing better than going up and just pressing all the doorbells. <laughs> Much to, I have to assume, the annoyance <laughs> of the rest of Bunnings. That's why they got rid of the doorbell section. <laughs> yeah, and I loved the swatches. I recently was at the swatch section because I'm redoing my bedroom over the summer. Yeah. So I went out and got a bunch of swatches in the colour scheme that I wanted and I properly used them. Yeah. So I pinned them up on oh, my wall and had like a moment of champion. like, which one would I like the most? And I've narrowed it down to two that yeah. I've like really solidly love. And I've got oh. them both pinned above my bed. So every night I can just stare at them and be like, <laughs> well, left is quite good, but right is also quite <laughs> That's good. That's great. That's such an involved way to do it. It's but it's, an- it's clever. Because I, I want to, it's like a Prussian blue, which is like a really deep, deep, tealy colour. Mm. Um, and I was like, do I want it more green or do I want it more blue? Yeah, that's like yeah. where I'm at right now. I like eggshell blue. I'd say that's my favourite blue. Love an eggshell blue. Do, uh, what are the, the swatches at Bunnings, what do they come on? Are they like little just yeah. bits of paper? So, I used yeah. to work at a paint shop. <gasps> when did you work at a paint shop? Long time ago. It was my uncle's. So, when I worked at the paint shop, it was a Dulux. They had their swatch section was mm. one of the rooms... The entire, like, two of the walls were just covered in hexagonal, like, bricks. Yeah. That were the all tiles. the different colors. Oh, yeah, cool. tiles that you could pick up, hold, move about, and take. That's amazing. That's sick. Mm. For some reason, I have this image of a Willy Wonka-style land, but just for paint. For paint. <laughs> in a world of pure Dulux paints. <laughs> yeah. I was imagining Augustus Gloop drinking. Augustus, no, oh my god, it's oh my paint, god. You, you maniac child. <laughs> idiot What child. is wrong with you? Poor Augustus. He has to get his stomach pumped now. <laughs> that's a s- I sadder ending. I reckon that's Darwin at work. Let the boy yeah, drink. Let the boy Look, die. Kid eats paint. That's I'm talking about in him. the action. No, no, not in the paint one. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. Willy Wonka. I'm saying Willy Wonka the movie is uh, and book obviously yeah. is uh, Darwin at work. Let those children die. How would you die, no, in Willy Wonka? Sometimes it just isn't like. Yeah. Like because um, what's the one that. It chews the gum. Uh, Vi- oh, Violet. Violet Bo- yeah, you're turning Violet. Violet. That just seems unnecessary. Nah, he's like- holding it out. She snatches it and eats it rude. No, that's not how it works. It goes down and he's like, I wouldn't eat it. And she's like, well, I'm gonna. And he's like, okay. I read a real good thing recently where they Shouldn't were like. Give test things on kids. Like they should just, you should, Wonka should have snatched <laughs> her back and been like, you might die. He is the adult in that yeah. situation. I uh, I always remember it as her just snatching it and eating it immediately. No, I don't no. think so. Huh. I think she snatches it from the machine. I read a thing recently that was like, uh, Violet Beauregard is hands down the most appropriate person to run the, um, <laughs> the chocolate factory. She loves gum. But she has enough willpower that she changes over to chocolate bars when the Wonka competition comes round. She has that kind of, like, um, forthright and rude personality Wonka has. Mm. Can you imagine that little streak of pierced Charlie Bucket <laughs> trying to run the factory? He doesn't have the voots, but he doesn't have the balls. Viola Beauregard absolutely does. Dad is a, a used car salesman, so he's got the... the the know-how. The know-how. He's not running it. No, but he can help. Because uh, yeah, you shouldn't let a child run a factory. Presumably no, Grandpa really... Joe is going to help Bucket. What does that's Grandpa really Joe know? prerogative. <laughs> the adults aren't running it, Jack. They've got to be... the a... children. <laughs> they sit entirely on the children. Children can't legally sign forms. Well, yeah. That's why Augustus Gloop should run it, because he's 
dead. And so I, the head of the board, secretly run the company. All right. And then we're weekending at Bernie's, this fat dead child. He's <laughs> just a name on a piece of paper, Imagine I reckon. ten years down, revelation, Augustus Gloop dead the whole time. Wonka board of directors, actual monsters, <laughs> playing with a dead kid. It's crazy how successful the real-life Willy Wonka chocolate is. Mm. Because it's like a movie that inspired chocolate, like, chocolate production or whatever, that is now, in its own right, super popular and makes money. Yeah, what, what annoys me about the Wonka brand of chocolate is that it's not that interesting. Oh, it's also just Nestle. Yeah, yeah, it's not that nice. Really? First of all, like and I've it's seen... Nestle, which is a terrible company. Yeah. They were always the ones that would do like weird, I guess like Cadbury do it now and they do it definitely better, but they were the ones who would always do like weird, oh, we're putting popping rocks and yeah, but marshmallows it's never like, in it. I don't know, I feel like if you're if you're going to be Wonka brand candy, get <laughs> they, fucking crazy yeah, with the it. The only they thing just that they can't. do good is the gobstoppers. Yeah, the gobstoppers are nice. I gave them to my cousins for the first time, last time I saw my mm-hmm. kid cousins. Fuck. There was such pure joy of teaching kids that the candy changed colour while oh, you sucked yeah. on it. What a great, powerful moment. Because I had like a little box of them that I'd picked up drunk one night mm. um, and then went to go spend the day with my family on the Sunday. And I was like, oh, what are kids love? Just pure sugar. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, have some of these. And they like put them in their mouths. And I was like, you got to suck on them. You can't chew them. And they're like, why would you just suck on a bit of candy? And I'm like, oh, because they changed colour. So I sucked on one for a little bit, spat it out. I was like, yeah. see, now it's red. And they were like, holy fuck. <laughs> holy fucking shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that was just beautiful. I was like, man, imagine me being that excited about something. <laughs> the Gobstopper is a pretty, like, that is great. But it's, I don't have the time anymore. Oh, dear, this is why you get the chewy ones. The chewy ones? Yeah, yeah like I'm a big ones. fan. I yeah. way prefer the chewy ones yeah. to the everlasting ones. Yeah. yeah, man. Have you ever seen those, like, massive gobstoppers that are like that, like, about... Oh, jawbreakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, ooh, this will be fun. And then you're like, no, uh, <laughs> not no. fun. The saddest thing that has ever... Licking something that I have to hold with my bare hands <laughs> yeah. fucking sucks. Ugh, that's gross. <laughs> the saddest thing that has ever happened to me with lollies or candy is uh, I once... I saw in a shop... There was this big chopper chop. Like, I mean, I mean, like this. Yeah, yeah, I think I know the guy. This, kind. like, tube or whatever. So imagine it's as big as my forearm, the stick, and then the ball was massive. Wrapped up, I'm like, fuck, yes. It was maybe 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. Maybe more, actually. I reckon it was closer to 50. I bought it anyway, because fuck, yes. Yeah, yeah, I get it, dude. Yeah. Unwrap it. When I unwrap it, I found out that the ball was a smaller ball that had chopper oh, chops stuck that in it. That sucks. Yeah, I was so upset. As a child, we had a a chopper chop that was an actual full on chopper chop. So, <sighs> what you wanted, um, and we were like, hell yeah! Me, me and Ryder would have been real young. Mum bought it for us, and we were like, sweet, and we would lick like a side each, oh. yeah. and then. We would be like, well, we we literally just can't eat this in one sitting, so we'd put it in the freezer. <laughs> and then I remember mum being like, are you guys going to ever finish this? And we were like, no. She just threw it out. Because, like, I guess... That's it. what I wanted. But that's the thing. Wonka should be making massive chopper chops. Well, the reason they, that thing was successful was because they didn't do things like that. <laughs> like, your mum is never buying that again. <laughs> It's a yeah, one-off purchase. Yeah, still don't call yourself bloody wonker if you're not going to make 
full on Mondo big bucks candy. That's your, all I'm saying. Your candy sh- uh, candy factory will be remembered. Mine will be in business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Jackson's candy was that one that didn't know what the fuck it was doing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they looked sick. Yeah, that was, it was cool. It was interesting candy. Gobstop- gobstoppers that tried to escape your mouth <laughs> as you ate, <laughs> punched you as you were. Fuck. So when we went to Sassafras, also guys, we went to Sassafras. It was and great. It was, sick. It was so a good day. Very little small town mm. uh, near the Dandenongs in Melbourne, but th- we went to the candy store yeah. and had a fucking gay old time. Yeah, and I was very excited because I went and got little candies for my family, and uh, my uh, Ari and Tiff love sour stuff. Like they're sure. fiends for sour stuff. So I was walking around this ye old timey candy store. Yeah. And found what could only be described as just pure hell. And so I bought these candies. I yeah. was like, they were like super sour, sour, sours. And I was like, yes, I want those. They couldn't eat them. Really? And I was so excited. I was what? so wow. fucking excited. So I was, I was like, oh, I got everyone some candy. I got my mum's really nice decadent ones. And I got my dad some licorice because he loves them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got myself some chocolate covered pretzels because fuck yes. Hey, yeah, does your good. dad love, love licorice? Yeah. Does your dad love, love licorice? He's a fan. Because <laughs> my dad absolutely fucking froths licorice yeah. as well. Dad froths licorice. I was wondering if it was a dad thing. I think it's a def- definitely it's a, a dad, dad thing. thing. Like yeah. some bullets? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, actually, yeah. Dad Dad's favourite candy is either a sesame bar or licorice bullets. A sesame bar? Yeah, Dad fucking loves a sesame bar. Sesame this bar's all right. candy. He's I'm a, a fiend for a sesame. It's, 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 it's sweet. sweet. It's got a lot of fucking sugar in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I ended up getting these um, sour sours, yeah. McSours, mm. And uh, Ari was still at uni, and I was like, Tiff, I got you these, like, go nuts. And she was like, sick. And she put one in her mouth. And you know that scene from The Simpsons where he eats the most sour candy in the world and his face turns inside out? That kind of (laughs) happened. And she's sitting there and she's like, That's a I, like, I very much want to we've try got some. Oh, when you guys drop me off tonight, I will give you some. I'm cool. keen as beans. It'll be so I, exciting. I did a similar-ish yeah. experience once at a candy store. I went in and I was just cruising around. And at the counter, the guy had, like, in a locked box, <gasps> some sour lollies. I was like, what are those? He's like, you can buy some, but or you can only buy some if you try one first and you can keep it down. <laughs> Fuck. Could you? I Yeah, I could, but... Fuck, it was in a lockbox for a reason. Fucker was sour as. Those are the ones I brought round. Did I try them? I don't think so. Mm. I think you were the only one who didn't, maybe. Cass tried it. Cass spat it back up. Why am I such a coward? I don't know, man. I don't recall. Actually, you might just not have been there. Yeah, I feel like I'd have tried it. Jack would have put five in his mouth like, fuck you. Put five in my mouth and be like, Adam, hold my lips. (laughs) I know Cass and Zamet tried them. Cass spat it back up. Zamet uh, managed to finish it as well. Man. I'm excited to give you guys some sour candy. I love a sour candy. Well, you're going to love this because we are giving it to people as like a joke in our house now. <laughs> because Ari and Tiff, like, like two days later, the bag was still sitting on the counter and I was like, hey, you guys haven't eaten them. And they were like, they're really sour, man. <laughs> and they were like, it's much more fun to, to force them on people when they don't know what. It's like, you're Italian, Adam. You will get this. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you give your... Your your Aussie friends and quinota for the first time. Ah, oh, there's nothing better. There's nothing every Italian. We kid are has shocked. 
<laughs> I am here to tell you, it comes as a shock. We don't I, know what we're in for. It looks so much like Coke, but it just is yeah, so all different. All of a sudden, we're like, I, whoa, this tastes like what I imagine velvet would. <laughs> I uh, have tastes like, no, not velvet. Anyway, go on. I have an uncle who describes, can, oh, he says canotto is, uh, it's supposed to be a... Uh, an appetizer, you have it before a meal, it works up an appetite, so you want to get the taste out of your fucking mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> always made me laugh. Everyone in my family loves canotto. I can't stand it. I think it's heinous. Oh, me too. It's I... gross, but my family loves it as well. Yeah, but there is a joy about giving it to mm. someone when they come over. You're like, would you like a glass of Coke? And everyone's like, yes. And yeah. you're like, it's Italian Coke. I hope you don't mind. And they're like, oh, okay, that's fine, I guess. That's how, when I was about 10, that's how I got tricked into it by people who I don't know who they were. <laughs> Just youths on the street. Hey, kid. The kid slicked, slicked back hair with cigarettes in, in traditional suits, answering to a godfather. Hey, kid, come over here. <laughs> hey, we call it Italian cook, huh? All right. No, it was a man and his, it was a, a kid and his dad. I don't know who they were. We were in the bush. <laughs> you were in the bush? Is this in the Northern Territory? No. They had a house. My yeah, parents I know. Were there. I'm sure they had uh, a house, Jack. Some of your parents' friends that you some were dragged along bush for the friends. first. And they were like, yeah, do you want some Italian Coke? And I was like, yes. And then I had it, and I was very shocked. But I was a <laughs> polite boy, so I drank the whole thing. <laughs> I had a friend who was like that one time. Yeah. I, we, a friend came over. We had it in the fridge. <coughs> he was like, what's this? I said, oh, it's canotto. It's no good, though. He's like, oh, I'll try some. He poured some out for himself, sat down, took a sip, and he was like, it's great. <laughs> I could see that it was not <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> it was very funny. And then he finished it. That was hilarious. Wow, what I a champion. I never finished a glass of canotto. I think it's so foul. It tastes a bit industrial. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like if it came out of a tailpipe of a car, that wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Have you absolutely. ever had the, I think it's San Pellegrino branded? They have yeah. different types of canotto, yeah. like different flavors. Oh. I can drink those. those are, are they different right. flavors or are they just different drinks? They're just different drinks. Are they I like, think it says canotto on it. No, oh, no, no. Okay. You're thinking of something else. Okay. They also, San Pellegrino also do like like lemon flavored such and yeah. such water or whatever. Also, g- good work on the Italians for making everything blood orange flavor. I'm so down for that. Oh, yeah, blood that rules. Is fucking great. I love blood orange. Such blood orange drink. ice cream. Mm. Blood orange oh. can get it. Yeah. yeah it can get it. I froth blood orange. Yeah, it can get it. I like blood orange fucks. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Adam. I've been Jackson. And I've been Zoe. This has been a Christmas Sands Pants. <laughs> Go froth with your family. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. One and all. Shut up a second, family. <laughs> Here comes Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Jingle Bells. Here bye. comes Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Santa Claus. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all our other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansplus.com and for as little as five bucks a month, you get access to episodes early, all completely ad-free, as well as a heap of bonus content. That's sandspansplus.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.